Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of February 12th, 2023. I would like to invite you to some events that I'm having in the next couple of weeks. First up is the Pisces New Moon Workshop. I hold these workshops every month, and they're really intended to help people set intentions and manifest their goals by understanding where the energy is in terms of their personal natal charts and how best to work with the flow of the energy rather than against the tides. And most participants get the opportunity if they so want to have my thoughts on their natal chart. And it's wonderful because we can look at the charts as well as look at what's going on in the collective related to the energies and the archetype of the sign. My Moon Mastery class is starting in mid-March, and as always, I'm holding a few free webinars so people can come and learn about certain things about the moon and see if they'd like to take the class. And so I'm having three free webinars. So go to the link in the show notes or astrologybyceleste.com and look at the events page and see if one or all of these upcoming workshop and seminars may be of interest to you. They're a lot of fun. They're interactive. We get to see each other face-to-face, and you get to ask questions and certain participants in the workshops, excuse me, the webinars, not everyone, but I do some participants' hot takes on their natal charts as well. So I hope to see you there. The theme of this week is baggage drop-off. And there are three big things I want you to think about. The first is that Pluto has reached the 29th degree of Capricorn. This is the last degree of the sign. The signs run from zero to 29. And Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008. So it's been a long journey remaking and remodeling, which is what Pluto does, tearing things down to the studs to be rebuilt, things about big business, governments are Capricorn topics, the authority, and that last 29th degree of every sign is a degree of fate or faith, depending which astrology traditions you're referencing. It's a very karmic degree where the energy is trying to really express the last bits of the nature of the planet in the sign. So we may be seeing some really big things related to big business and governments, and they're kind of breaking down of these topics between now and March 23rd, where Pluto moves into Aquarius, the sign of the collective, and starts doing its work there. So Secrets will be unearthed, Pluto unearths things, some things will be eliminated, 
You may hear a lot of conversations about, or there could be layoffs continuing in the tech sector or other areas of the economy. There may be in other parts of the world. I don't think it's going to happen in the United States where potentially a government could be overthrown and the people revolt. So yeah, really stay present to see what's happening during these next several weeks because Uranus right now is also still on that world point of 15 degrees of Taurus. And when the sun spotlights a planet, it may give us insight into what the story was going to be. And on February 2nd, and I taped this ahead of time, so there may be more of the story that's been revealed, but that we don't know yet. There was a spy balloon from China that flew into the United States and was hovered, discovered over Montana where there are like nuclear facilities and stuff. So that happened the day before the sun squared Uranus, sun and Aquarius, an air balloon, square Uranus and Taurus, a violation of boundaries, you know, the land boundaries of the United States. And the day after that was Venus and Pisces, square Mars and Gemini. And so the Secretary of State of the United States was planning to go to China on this diplomatic mission. Venus rules diplomacy and Venus was squaring Mars and Gemini. So Mars and Gemini, an announcement about the end or actually they said it's a delay of this mission because of what China was doing with having the spy balloon. They say it's just a weather balloon, but you know our government will know more. And this was the day before the full moon. So after the moon went into Leo, the United States shot down this balloon. They had to wait till it got away from populated areas, I guess, or what have you. So this is showing spotlighting tensions that were of a Uranian nature, like out of the blue, sudden events that caused a bit of chaos within the United States government trying to figure out what was going on. So there may be more to this story as the 29th degree of Capricorn is highlighted as well as Uranus on a world point for the next week or so that has something to do with United States slash China relationships. But yeah, government tensions could be a story that's popping up quite a bit. As an example, when Mars was at 29 degrees of Aries, back on January 6, 2021, we had the American insurrection where there was a riot at the U.S. Capitol and it stopped right about the time that Mars went into zero degrees of Taurus. So that 29th degree holds a lot of energy and Pluto moves so slowly, it's going to be there for weeks. So it'll be really interesting to see what comes up around the world in relation to governments and big business, especially in the next couple of weeks while Uranus is on the world point because things will be unexpected. The second thing I want to make you aware of is that tomorrow there'll be a last quarter moon at 24 degrees of Scorpio. So the sun at 24, Aquarius squaring the moon at 24 Scorpio. And yeah, this can be a time where we really consider what intentions we set at the new moon. 
the new moon in Aquarius. That was about three weeks ago. Have we achieved our goals? What did we learn over this moon phase? What are we finally releasing so that we can start something anew? Did any consequences come from any actions we took? Venus conjunct Saturn was a big feature of this lunation. So did you separate from something you love or let go of an expense or have an unexpected bill or commit yourself to a love relationship or a new job or something that was of that nature? And what did you learn over the last several weeks? And you can look back and see the whole story of this moon phase family. There was a new moon in Scorpio on November 14th of 2020 at 23 degrees of Scorpio. The first quarter moon where the sun was in Leo and the moon was in Scorpio was August 15th of 2021. The lunar eclipse of last May 15th of 2020, the sun in Taurus, the moon at 25 Scorpio. And now we're coming to the last quarter moon on February 13th. So think back to that whole story. Something that might ring a bell was that November 14th date was right around Thanksgiving of the first year of COVID. Maybe you can connect through that, connect through the Scorpio signature. Scorpio is an intense water sign about power, power dynamics, about the shadows, things we'd rather disown, um, the life, death, and birth cycle, transformation, going from, it's the sign of the butterflying, you know, you go from the chrysalis to the butterfly, the different archetypes of Scorpio include the phoenix, who can rise above the ashes after you know, things are burnt down to nothingness. The eagle who can soar above and be very strategic. And the scorpion that just holds on to things and like strikes as soon as it's poked. So yeah, you can think about those things in relation to this last quarter moon and see if you see a story and If there's baggage, you need to release. Water can sometimes hold on to things, hold on to jealousy, hold on to desires for vengeance, hold on to anger. Like, are you still angry about, you know, your kids didn't come home for Thanksgiving in 2020? Yeah, or something like that. Or I don't know, there could be a lot of things that need to be released or holding on to like childhood wounds that this is a great time to really think about letting some things go. That's the work of this last quarter moon. And the last thing I want to make you aware of is that Pisces season starts on Saturday. Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. It's mutable, watery energy. And, you know, it's represented by two fish swimming in the opposite direction. It encompasses all of the signs before it. On the high road, this energy is very compassionate. It is seeking transcendence, speaking spiritual experiences. On the low road, there can be feelings of martyrdom or victimhood or escapism, like dissolving into, you know, drug addiction or things like that, or alcoholism, or just doing things to numb oneself because there's this feeling like 
strong Pisces energy finds the physical form of the body somewhat limiting. But this Pisces season is really important because the sun will spotlight ahead of Saturn moving into Pisces, maybe some things that you need to change. And it will tell you where you will experience more responsibilities, have an opportunity to develop mastery and or achievement after hard work. It also could be like just struggles and setbacks and things like that once Saturn enters the sign of Pisces. So look at your chart. What house is Pisces in? Do you have planets there? Do you have planets opposite or in a square? So opposite would be in the sign of Virgo. Squares would be Gemini or Sagittarius. Yeah, these parts of your life will be impacted once Saturn moons into Pisces. And I have a pre-recorded class that you can purchase. It's only $12, which will help you understand the nature of Saturn and Pisces, as well as what house in your chart will be activated and how you can work with this energy that you can go to the link in the show notes or on my website, astrologybyceleste.com. On Sunday, the word of the day is redemption. I think this is a great day to clear your debts. When I started preparing for this, I keep hearing that song, Redemption Song by Bob Marley. And it really feels like this can be a week where we find redemption by letting go of old baggage and getting rid of debt. So if you need to pay someone back, pay them back. As we start the week, the moon is in Scorpio, the sign that in modern astrology, we associate with the eighth house, which has a nature of other people's money. It also has to do with deep psychological processes. So you can think about that. There's not much going on in the sky. It's just the moon is having some some tense conversations where like there's a potential for forgiveness and compassion, or you can go down the road of having conflict. It's up to you. Like really think about what you want to have happen. How are you going to deal with any kind of feelings like you're being held back or something unexpected? Can you think about how we don't break down, we break through? So consider that on this day. On Monday, the word of the day is emancipation. The last quarter moon at 24 Scorpio is at 8 a.m. Pacific time. So I really encourage you to think about, to spend some time thinking about what you need to let go of. Think about the different phases of this moon phase family. Venus will be in a semi-square with the North Node. So you have an opportunity to examine Venus topics about relationships, how you spend your assets, things like that. Are you moving yourself towards the North Node, a life of more simplicity and peace and harmony? Or are you like stuck back in the past with the Venus in a sesquisquare to the South Node where you like to do things differently and have power struggles in, in your relationships? or feel like your power is given away and you can think this could have a nature to do with your work. Can you emancipate yourself from any mental slavery that's holding you back? The moon will enter the sign of Sagittarius at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. I love Sagittarius energy. 
It is fiery. It is feisty. It is fun. Over the next couple of days, get some exercise, move your body. Can you be more optimistic? You may notice your mood elevate a lot when the moon goes into Sagittarius because the deep waters of Scorpio are intense. So you may feel a lightning with the moon moving into Sagittarius. On Tuesday, the word of the day is triumphant. So if there's something you've been working on and having a long time and having some difficulties getting to the finish line, this might be the day you can accomplish it. Mars is sesquisquare Pluto. So that to me, like if you have the determination to get something done and the optimism of the Sagittarius moon and drive, you can accomplish things. Now you can also use this for power struggles. The moon's not doing all that much today or not getting anything done, but Tuesday is Mars day. So this is a great time to tackle a task you've been struggling with and you may find success. Now it's also Valentine's day. So you could have a, you know, a really sexy day today or an evening. So keep that in mind. On Wednesday, the word of the day is remembrance. So on this day, Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony connects with Neptune. There could have been a lot of pretty romantic feelings going on around Valentine's Day. Someone got proposed to, actually many people probably got proposed to over the last several days because there is this romantic nature with Venus conjunct Neptune where you just feel all this hopeful nature and some of the proposals may have been a surprise and you may be feeling really good at this time. This is happening at 24 degrees of Pisces. So if you have anything around that degree in your chart, take a look and see if there was something that just made you feel really good and maybe even like forgave a person for all of their previous misdeeds or things like that. Now, deals made on this day may fall through. People may have made commitments and then backtrack from them. So keep that in mind. Until you've got things signed on the dotted line, there is a potential for there to be some kind of reversal. And the moon will enter the earth sign of Capricorn at 8.59 p.m. Pacific time. Capricorn moons are great times to get stuff done, plan your strategy for the future, and really work to accomplish your goals. So the rest of this week can be really go time at work. Now, Mercury is in the sign of Aquarius, and it will square the nodes So Mercury at 6 Aquarius will square the North Node in Taurus and the South Node in Scorpio. So this can be a crossroads. So somebody's going to propose unexpectedly and then be like, what did I do? Or somebody's going to accept a proposal and be like, what did I do? Which way do I go? And yeah, you may remember what you did and have some regrets. So Be careful what you commit to is the message for this day. On Thursday, the word of the day is maturity. The sun will conjunct Saturn on this day. So spotlighting our commitments, spotlighting our responsibilities. 
And it's the last time the sun will meet Saturn in the sign of Aquarius for the next 28 years or so. So yeah, really think about, did you do your Saturn and Aquarius work? Think about all the responsibilities that you faced over the last, oh, it's almost three years now that Saturn has been in Aquarius, mostly the last two and a half years. Have you done the work? Have you released what no longer serves you? What do you want to separate from is also can be coming something that can be coming up during this time. But like, this is the last little bit of work that Saturn's doing in our lives in the sign of Aquarius for the next 28 plus years. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's been quite a ride with this transit. The balsamic moon at six degrees of Capricorn starts at 6.33 p.m. Pacific time. Balsamic moons are a time of release, of letting things go, slow down, and allow yourself to get some more rest during this time. On Friday, the word of the day is serendipity. So luck may meet opportunity on this day. Mercury in Aquarius will be sextile Jupiter and Aries. They're both at nine degrees. And so you may get communication from potentially a friend or someone in an organization you belong to, or maybe at work that can help you grow, but it's an opportunity. So you're going to have to lean into it in order to make it work. It's not a guarantee. The moon will enter the sign of Aquarius at 9.34 p.m. Pacific time. It's a great night to do something with friends. Yeah, I like that. Aquarius is fixed air. It's the sign of the collective. And yeah, do something fun with some friends. On Saturday, the word of the day is conclusions. So this is the day the sun enters Pisces and Pisces season begins. I think there'll be a lot of things that we're wrapping up or there's going to be a lot of internal stuff that goes on with this Pisces season. It's a great time to do a lot of self-care and inner work and go within. Pisces is a mute sign. It's a water sign. So there may not be words. It's a wonderful time to experience some uh, things around the arts and music and culture and have compassion and really notice what's going on because when Saturn comes into this sign, some new work is going to begin. So I hope to see you at the New Moon Workshop or one of the Moon Mastery webinars. So go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com and check out the events page. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com if you want to share any thoughts or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook, 
at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 